satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Across Australia and around the world. Woo! Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. Hey, it's Joel Corey, and right now I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Justin Bieber. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. And we're on air with Brandon Atkins. <laughs> My name is Ray, and I am on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. And I put on a show. Emergency alert. Please stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Live on air. On air. Happy Sunday night, Australia. Thanks so much for hanging out. Hope you had a great weekend. I tell you what, I feel like I've had the weekend from hell. So yesterday I was working, yesterday I both thought, I might treat myself to an Uber home. So punched in the old Uber and was like, hey, come pick me up. And I was watching it on the app and it kept pinging to like different drivers to come pick me up. No one would come out to work and, you know, take me home. And I thought, Maybe, like, my Uber's wrong or something. Maybe, like, the reception's really weird. Because I don't know if you're like me. Sometimes my phone signal, if it gets to, like, you know, three bars on 4G, it starts wigging out a little bit. And sometimes on 5G, it just it won't work. And, no, before you ask, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just pointing out what my personal experience is. But, anyways, on Uber, kept pinging to other drivers. No one would come pick me up. So, I was like, okay, this is a bit sus. And you know how recently you can sort of go into Uber and see what your ratings are and, you know, what other drivers rate you? Well, I made a shocking discovery that I think my last Uber driver, or the one before that, rated me one star. And I don't know what I did to, like, tick them off. So... If you've got any tips on how to suck up to Uber drivers and get a five-star rating, I would love to hear from you. Um, hit me up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio or call a hotline 131009. That's how you connect with the show. And hopefully I can go up to a full five-star rating. At the moment, I'm like a 4.89. And that just, I don't know why that just really upsets me because I'm just, I feel like I'm really polite to Uber drivers. Sometimes, you know, I'll say, oh, you know, I, I, I'm not in the mood to talk. Or oh, I don't say that, but, you know, you just sort of give up that vibe. Like, you know, you're polite, but it's like, look, just don't talk. It's a long day. So maybe maybe he or she took offence to that. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, get in touch. Would love to know your hot tips on how to chat to Uber drivers because I rarely take Ubers. Um, we've got a big show coming up tonight. Mimi Webb. <laughs> Yeah, you know her from this hit, Good Without. She's got a brand new one, House on Fire. And, you know, we love her songs here on the show. I cannot wait to chat with her. Uh, she'll be zooming in within the next hour. And I'm going to introduce you to a European DJ by the name of Purple Disco Machine. Now, if you've been listening to the show for the last six, seven months, um, you know I'm obsessed with their songs. So uh, he'll be zooming in a little bit later tonight as well for a chit-chat. But as we always do, we'll kick off with the feed next, see what's been trending on your socials. And despite being 10 years away from the Brisbane Olympics, they're already sort of drawing up ideas for what our mascot will be this year. You might remember Sydney, I think, had like three or four mascots from memory, but... The one that Brisbane want to go with 
It's a bit left of field, but I am totally picking up what they're putting down. I'll tell you what it is next. Kicking off with new music from Harry Styles. I am absolutely obsessed with this. As it was right now here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. This is New FM. Western pop, dance and R&B sounds like the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Super high Anika following the sun. On Air with Brandon Atkins. The Feed. Let's go. Hope you're having a great Sunday night. Um, if you want to get in touch at any time, 131009 or hit me up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Time to see what's been trending on your socials this week. And Aussie social media influencers who specialise in finance are being targeted under a new federal crackdown. Flinsuencers are content creators who offer like financial advice in investing, budgeting and all things money across their social platforms. They've recently come under scrutiny by ASIC as many financial content creators don't have a license. So ASIC have released new guidelines that state influencers who continue to talk about stocks, investment funds or financial products without a license will face five years in jail as well as a hefty $1 million fine. Now the executive director of marketing supervision at ASIC has said the corporate watchdog had enforced more severe punishments to prevent the disseminant of misinformation to the general public. He told ABC this week that if you're an influencer and you're providing financial advice, then we'd expect you to have a license. So if you're one of these Flintsuencers, get on to that. Um, despite the crackdown though, um, new regulations don't cover cryptocurrency. So um, yeah, that's a bit interesting. We'll see what happens on this front. Um, also trending, uh, there's been a recent push here in Oz for pedophiles to be stripped of their superannuation and have the cash go towards helping the recovery of their victims. Independent Senate candidate Nick Xenophon put forward the proposed plan in order to stop the abusers from being able to hide their assets or wealth in their retirement funds. He told the ABC this week that some circumstances need amending and this is one if a perpetrator is allowed to hide his assets or put his assets into superannuation and not not allow victims to obtain their compensation or their entitlements. That is just not on. What's a legal system if it's not a justice system? This has to stop now. Now, Nick Xenophon's proposed plan would actually save the government money as taxpayers currently uh, pay for the support and well-being of victims' recovery. This proposal had initially been put forward about four or five years ago, but Nick Xenophon believes that more progress needs to be made. So watch this space for any developments on any legislation. Now, Despite being, what, 10 years away from the Brisbane 2032 Olympics, some have already begun debating which beloved Australian animal should be the mascot. There are so many to choose from. However, it appears the white ibis or bin chicken has emerged as a front winner. Uh, Queensland Tourism Minister Sterling Hinchcliffe welcomed the idea of the bird becoming the ceremony's official mascot, saying, As a member, I've got quite a soft touch for the idea that the ibis might play a role. Apparently in his electorate, like, they're everywhere. Um, you can't go two minutes down the road without seeing a, an ibis. Um, he said this is something uh, we can work on as a community to help tell our story to the globe. It will be an important decision when it's made by the organising committee. Now, not everyone is a fan of this. There are other ideas how koalas should be, um, you know, the mascot, which I feel like 
And I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, I'm looking at my producer out there, maybe the Sydney um, Olympic mascot was a koala or one of them was, I don't know. But an idea being put forward is a koala that is First Nations, a scientist and a female that has like a 10 year journey that we can follow between now and the Olympics, which actually is a pretty good idea. I'm all for that. Um, anyways, that wraps up what's trending on your socials this week. Uh, we're going to go over to Hollywood next and touch base with the E3. Um, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. We know they've broken up, which is really sad because I was expected an invite to the wedding. Um, he's recently spoken out about the relationship and it's been quite reflective on it. I'll play that for you next. This now from Joel Corey, Bryson Tiller and the Gwets. What would you do here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show? 105.3 New FM. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. New music from Joel Corey and the Gwets. What would you do? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. All right, we're less than a week away from the world's biggest music festival kicking off again, Coachella. And in the last little while, there have been some big developments. The weekend will fill Kanye West's headline spot at this year's festival. After the rapper decided to pull out uh, a few days ago, the 32-year-old singer has agreed to take over the Sunday headlining spot. So that's uh, April 17th and the 24th, I think, um, at the highly popular Southern California Music Festival. Their sources also say that EDM supergroup Swedish House Mafia, who were supposed to headline Friday night, will now be joining him on Sunday, which kind of makes sense because they've got, like, I think, two songs together, Moth to a Flame and some other one. Um, it remains unclear uh, how the headlining gig will work, meaning whether one will perform after the other or, you know, it's just it's a whole thing at the moment. Um, this will almost be Swedish House Mafia's big return to the highly popular music festival, as they have not performed it since 2012, because they, like, disbanded in 2013. They've only just recently got back together. Uh, just the day before TMZ, organize, uh, TMZ reported uh, that the singer was had been in talks with festival uh, organisers, um, they apparently had stalled at one point. There was a chance that um, he might not have taken the stage, but... He is, um, and we love to see it. Uh, I'll bring you some details in about 40 minutes about why Kanye has dropped out. Um, there's been reports that he was going to drop out if Billie Eilish didn't uh, apologise to Travis Scott, but this could be something completely different. So uh, more details in 40 minutes. Um, the number two story, Shawn Mendes isn't afraid to say that he still loves his ex uh, and longtime close friend Camila Cabello. And... How that has always, how that will always be the case, sorry. The singer spoke about their relationship now and his new breakup song, When You're Gone, which is just absolutely sublime, uh, saying that they're friendly. Um, I've loved Camilo since, yeah, for so many years and that's never going to change. He also reflected on the relationship and what he's learned. Take a listen to this. In relationships, a lot of us struggle with being codependent and um, relationships can be so amazing for healing. But at the same time, you need to kind of be able to be there for yourself. That was kind of what I, what I was getting at there. And then after I say, I'm trying to protect myself, but only you know how to. And I think the interesting thing that I learned in relationship with Camila is that she was able to always see when the bad things were coming before I could see them. 
and she could stand there and protect oh, me. Don't you just want to give him a big hug after hearing all that? Wow, that is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, and the number one story, this has been like the top story in entertainment the last couple of weeks. Um, a little less than two weeks after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars, the Academy has decided to ban the actor from any events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards for 10 years. The move comes after board members of the Academy held a meeting on the 8th to determine what disciplinary disciplinary action sorry, would be taken against the actor in the wake of the March 27th show. In a statement obtained by E! News, the president, David Rubin, and CEO Dawn Hudson said, During our telecast, we did not adequately address the situation in the room. For this, we are sorry. This is an opportunity for us to set an example for our guests, viewers, and the Academy family around the world, and we felt short, unprepared and unprecedented. The action we are taking today in response to Will Smith's behaviour is a step forward to a larger goal of protecting the safety of our performance and guests and restoring trust in the Academy. We also hope this can begin a time of healing and restoration for all involved and impacted. So expect a notable absence from the Oscars for the next decade at least. Um, that's been your E3 hit. More goss in less than an hour. Mimi Webb will be zooming through in the next 20 minutes. We'll have a chat about her new song and her upcoming tour of Australia in September, all thanks to Frontier Touring. Get your tickets now. Um, but next, I want to chat songs that comfort you. Yeah, it sounds weird, but just wait there. We'll talk about it next. This has been your... Olivia Rodrigo, what a queen. You said forever, now I drive alone past your Absolutely street. phenomenal. Picking up three Grammys earlier this week. Yeah. You're on air with Brandon Atkins. I'm in absolute awe. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo, even Tate McRae, Mimi Webb, they're all like 18, 19, 20. And I feel like they've done more in their lives than I have, and I'm 26 this year. It's just wow. I am I'm in absolute awe. Um, thanks so much for hanging out tonight. Really, uh, really loving your company. Um, feel free to get in touch, 131009. Or hit me up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio, where I want to talk about songs that make you feel comfortable. So I was driving home the other day, um, and it's quite a bit of a trek to get home too by car. I live like an hour away. And, you know, driving along, radio on full blast, got me Spotify on, and this song came on. <laughs> It's called Somebody Else by 1975. And I, I feel like you guys would have an understanding, maybe like an appreciation that there's a comforting element to this track. Like I'm driving along and I feel, I don't want to say I feel safe, but I feel content listening to this. Like, it's like my escapism. I can escape from like the harsh reality of life, listen to this song for, what, how long does it go for? Five minutes and 38 seconds. And... All is, all is good with the world. And I want to put the call out to you guys on 131009 or on Insta or on Facebook. Um, what songs do you find comforting? Like, it could be a song that you turn to when you're anxious or you just need to calm down. Or maybe something to sort of give you that confidence boost. A little pep in your step, some would say. Um, oh yeah, this is just... Just sublime. Um, let me know what you guys are digging at the moment. 131009, hit me up on Insta. Maybe maybe you're digging this. Kid Leroy, Bieber. Um, push and play on Stay Now on your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B. It's C on Air with Brandon Atkins Show. I do the same. 
It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Hayden James, Gorgon City and Nations teaming up for Full Proof. Yeah, never stop the music. Um, tonight we're chatting all things comforting songs. So just then I shared that the 1975 Somebody Else is a track that I can listen to when I'm driving around or maybe just, I don't know, laying in bed and I can escape from reality for five minutes and it's just, it really comforts me and this being a show about new music or music in general, you music lovers out there would really appreciate this topic. So um, call in, write in, 131009, hit me up on Insta, at Brandon Atkins Radio. I want to know songs that comfort you. Maybe these are songs to like, I don't know, calm you down, a moment of stress, or maybe to give you a kick in the backside to sort of give you a confidence boost. Um, so we've got Meg, Marshmallow, Khalid, Silent. Yep, huge mood. I'm all for it. Uh, Louise on the Central Coast. Conrad Sewell, Healing Hands. Yeah, I kind of get this. I feel really empowered to sort of conquer the world when I hear this. Great suggestion, Louise. Um, Mia's joining us from Newcastle. Hello. What's your go-to song to make you feel comfort or maybe empowered even? What's what's your go? I like Polo G. <laughs> yeah, so underrated, this artist, Polo G. Um, how about this with Naked and May Muller? Oh, this is such a tune. I could listen to it all night. Um, Darren's got us on in Dubbo tonight. Hello, mate. Uh, what's your What's your go-to song? You want to make it feel good for midnight oil, Wedding Cake Island. Oh, you can't go past that Aussie rock, Darren. And I feel like anything that Midnight Oil do, just there's no fault with them. Every song they do has been absolutely terrific. Um, Jess in Tari, hello. What's your song? Elton John's new song, Cold Heart. That's it. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like our unofficial summer anthem just gone. And you know what, Jess? I kind of seek comfort in this song too. It's one of my favourites of all times. Um, Ash has said Bass Hunter. And let's get a Joe in Lismore. My Love Is Gone by Safia, which is a huge tune too. Again, supporting Aussie music, which is brilliant. Um, thanks so much for your suggestions, everyone. Keep them coming through on 131009 or hit me up on the brand at Brandon Atkins Radio. In the meantime, push your play on Fresh Mimi Webb in like, what, a couple of minutes? And then she's zooming into the show next. Cannot wait. On air. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. brand new track is absolutely electrifying. House on Fire, done by one of my favourite artists, Mimi Webb, and I am so stoked to have her zoom into the show now. Hey, Mimi, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I am, I am so good. In fact, um, earlier on the show, we've been talking about like songs that... I don't know, bring you comfort during like really tough times, something like a song that can sort of, you know, calm you down when you're anxious. I want to know what's like your favorite go-to song that comforts you, Mimi? My go-to song has definitely got to be Smile by Nat King Cole. What a tune, wow. I wasn't expecting for you to go something like really old school. I was expecting something sort of a little bit newer. So that's kind of thrown me. That's a real good tune. How often often would you listen to Nat King Cole? How often would you listen to them? I think a lot. Definitely when things, there's a lot going on, it just very calms me down. (laughs) I've always said it's the music I'd love to just dine to. But yes. Dine, dine and dine, you know, gorgeousness. Yes. Oh, you're a, 
you and I have the same taste in terms of how we like to dine. It's nice and more classical music as you get into your, your steak uh, and have a bit of a wine. I, I, I'm loving it. Um, hey, look, house on fire. We are going nuts for it over here in Australia. And what I really like about this track, it's kind of, you know, it, it's, it's a very up-tempo heartbreak song. Because I know from like your EP, Seven Shades of Heartbreak, it was sort of, it was kind of a bit of a sombre, more reflective sort of tone for you. Whereas this is sort of, you know, we're, we're kicking it up a notch here. So um, talk to me about the sound of the song. Why did you sort of go down this avenue? So for me, I think I really wanted to jump into this new year with something really big and crazy. And I think, you know, with House on Fire, we'd had it all ready, wrapped up end of last year um, and then jumped into the music video this year. So it was um, super fun to, I just thought it'd be a great start to the year. And also I just really wanted to see how my fans would take this one, especially coming from, you know, more of an emotional ballad, you know, place in music. Mm. So then releasing something like this and everyone just jumping and going crazy is just exactly what I wanted. Um, so yeah, it was just so amazing to see everyone's reaction. Well, as I said, like Australia's going gangbusters for you. We really got like, we absolutely loved, you know, Good Without, 24-5, you know, we really got behind this. So to hear like a different sound of you where we can sort of hear how your vocal range is, how, you know, you dabble into sort of different kinds of music has sort of been really refreshing for us. And it is, it is so good to see how it's paid off for you. You must be really happy with everything. Yeah, I'm just so happy and grateful and I, and it's, I'm just, I can't believe it. It's one of those things where it just hasn't sunk in yet. And you're like, like on cloud nine, like so excited. Um, and yeah, I'm just so grateful for all the support and love on it. And I think, you know, I'm just so excited now to get more tunes out and just keep it going. Is there, is there any like future tunes that you've got lined up? I know you might, might not be able to sort of share too much, but can we sort of keep you know, expecting more of an up-tempo sound? Are, we, are you going back into sort of more ballady stuff? What can we expect from you in the next coming tracks? You know, I think it will definitely be a mixture of both. I, you know, I've never wanted to Love live that. myself thing and I think I want to be able to have something out that everyone loves or mm. different kind of genre of love like different lovers of different genres will yeah. love um, <laughs> so different uh, so that's a word <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I just I think for me it's just you know I want to be able to do both um, and, and you know just hope it really translates and people can really really get it <laughs> no we, it, it's, it's just it's absolutely amazing and look I have to say I'm, I'm tracking you on like your socials at the moment. You are one busy human being at the moment. So you've just wrapped up your UK tour. You're over in the States uh, touring with Tate McRae. What's that been like? What's Tate like to hang out with? Do you hang out with her? She's so great. Yeah, we've been hanging out a lot and it's so, so fun. Um, her dances as well are so much fun. So it's really nice <laughs> to have all the girls in and um, trying to get them to get me some moves going. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's just so fun, and you know we're on the go. We've just hit Nashville today, um, Love that. so it's super great to be here and and soaking up all the music energy that that they have here, um, and yeah, just super exciting to just to travel around. There's so many places here that in America that I've never seen before. So 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 cool. I think that's always one of the perks of being an artist. Like I'm not, I'm no artist myself, but like that I would find it so rewarding going to places I've never been to before. Sort of seeing how people do it there, like the culture and all. That that so i'm really envious of the fact you're actually doing this at the moment because it's just it's it's like you're living out my dream and uh you were on fallon the other night as well that is just mind-blowing your performance was electrifying congrats thank you so much oh it was honestly a dream come true i could not believe i was there it still hasn't <laughs> sunk in I, i'm gonna have, once i'm off tour i can 
breathe. Just breathe a little bit, reflect and go, shit, I actually did that. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I can't imagine the emotion did be going through. But speaking of dreams, tell me, what was it like getting the phone call that you'll be opening for Justin Bieber in a little bit? That I could not imagine that. It was crazy. I couldn't believe I was like, <laughs> when, why, how? You thought like, it must, you, must, you must have thought it was like some April Fool's prank. You'd be like, no, hang on a second. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. This ain't true. Yeah, no, it's so, so cool. And then, you know, to reveal it as well. And everyone's like, going, ah, like the reaction is just so amazing. I think. Yeah, it's just, and I just, I'm, I'm very nervous, but so excited, and to be playing shows of that. Like, yeah, because I think Noah Cyrus is, Noah Cyrus is a part of that tour as well. Have you met yeah. with Noah before? Or have you met? No, so first time. Yeah, it's going to be first time. So it's going to be a very new. I'm going to be like a very small fish in a big pond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but look, you'll, you'll, you'll do fine. You'll, you'll grace that stage, and we cannot wait. But I think more importantly for us here in Australia, you're coming down under, which is. So exciting. You're playing Sydney, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane and Auckland. So you're going over to New Zealand as well. Is this your first time in Australia, Mimi? Yes, it is indeed. And I'm okay. so excited to come there. It's going to be so much fun. And just to meet fans over there and really soak up the energy in the room, it's going to be amazing. I feel like you come, you're, you're coming at a really good time too. So you're coming in September, which is sort of like, what, I think the first month of spring. So, you know, the cold weather hopefully is gone. We're starting to get into summer vibes. You've picked the perfect time. What is, what is the one thing that people have told you about Australia that you're either scared or you're looking forward to sort of experiencing. So now you're only here for a short time. So what's sort of the common thing that people have said to you about Australia? Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, well, I've recently just been told that there's going to be rain till August or something. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, you are absolutely that's right. the scariest thing for me. <laughs> I hope when I get there, it's all nice. <laughs> well, yeah, as I said, like, it's hopefully the wet weather is gone because it's sort of bucketed down with rain, I think, since like New Year's Day to the point where I think I was re watching the news this morning. Apparently, we've had like a year's worth of rain and it's like only what, middle of April. So, yeah, it's not good. So, um, hopefully, when, you're when you come down here, we're not snorkeling or anything because, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, like Sydney could be underwater for all we know. And it's just, it's not good at all. But, um, that is so exciting that you're coming down under. Have you got someone opening for you on your tour? Have you got any other acts associated or you can't say too much yet? Yeah, I can't say too oh. much, but it will be, yeah, there'll, there'll be, yeah, there's going to be some uh, exciting news on the way for sure. Okay. I, I honestly cannot wait to see your show because I think when I saw it announced, I was like, oh my God, she's coming down under finally. And like, you've got a really strong audience, uh, fan base here in Australia, which leads me to my next thing. We've got a few fan questions. Do you mind if I rattle off some questions yeah, from fans? All right. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. So Jess wants to know, do you have any pre-show rituals? Do you do anything before a show to sort of get you in the vibe, get you in the mindset? Yes, yeah, so I, I'm i very relaxed before going on stage. I think for me, I need to feel very zen, relaxed, got the Netflix on, I'm ste I steam my vocals with my like teapots. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's very nice. So yes, I sit there steam, very relaxed. It's good to have some time alone as well, just to feel, get that bubble going. Absolutely. What show are you watching on Netflix? If you get into that mindset, what are you, I hope you're not watching like, you know, some murder conspiracy show or something. <laughs> That might be my issue because I do not <laughs> stop watching that stuff. <laughs> it's 
I love it. TV when I'm before stage, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, so then, yeah, and then what else do I do? I have to eat four hours before stage. I can't eat two hours. I did that last night. Okay. An hour and a half before stage time. Not Didn't good? Feel great. Didn't no. Feel great. no. Yeah, it's very much no food, just just water. Oh, see, I'm the complete opposite. I need to eat, like, uh, a truckload of KFC before I do something. Like, I emceed a wedding a few weeks ago. I... I was so stressed, I did not eat, and it just, it, it, it was, went haywire for me. Like, I had the massive migraine. So, I'm the complete opposite. Just get some KFC into me, and we're ready to go. Um, yeah. Let's have a look. Okay, Kels has come up with a brilliant question. Who would you love to collaborate with? Because I know you've not done many collaborations yet. So, is Tate McRae one, maybe? Yes, yeah, so I this so I've I haven't done any yet, which is quite crazy. So I'm quite excited to get my first one going. And I think I love to I'd love to collaborate with Tate. That would be mm. incredible. I think there's a really nice story as well between us and a friendship there, which I think is like another reason I'd love to do it. Um, and do a Lipa. I think she's such a pop queen. Like that would be amazing. Oh, don't even like she's coming here in, in November, and like I. I cannot wait. Like that's like what six months away, and I'm I'm already stressing out. Um, Lo wants to know. This is a very interesting question too. Your favorite lyric in your discography so far. What's your favorite lyric that you've written? Um, really getting you thinking here, am I? It's good. Yeah, out of all the songs, oh, I'd probably say just this something I came to mind. I know you're lying in somebody else's bed. Perfect. Because you know what? But you, it's like. It's a it's a lyric that can resonate with everyone. Yeah. Because I'm sure everyone, well, not everyone, but you want to hope everyone has it, but people have been in that sort of position before. So um, perfect answer. I love that. And finally, from Kim, if you could go on a holiday with a big group of celebs, who would you go with and where would you go? I'd go with Harry Styles. Perfect. Katy Perry. She seems so much fun. Yep. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, she's lovely. Um, Tate and Justin Bieber <laughs> and Dua Lipa. Oh, any, any any room for me in there? Because that yeah, just seems seven, like seven. perfect, perfect. <laughs> because that that group of people is just oh, I can just imagine the party that would be happening. Where would you go? Is there any particular place in the world you'd go? Uh, just just let's go Mykonos. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah, go for, go for it. <laughs> I love it. You know, make it sort of semi-neutral where everyone sort of, I feel like that's a central place for everyone in the world, kind of, you know, especially between yeah. America and the UK. It's like, oh, let's just go to Mykonos. It's sort of nearby, yeah. you know, not far to travel. Perfect. I love that. And I love your, are you in a hotel room at the moment? Because I'm really loving that lampshade that's behind you. I am, yeah. I'm in Nashville's hotel. Um, yes, that's the... Do you ever, do you ever, it's just caught my attention the whole time because I don't know if you're like me, me, me. Every time I go somewhere, I have to point out something I would want to take or would try and take. And I feel like a lampshade I would take, but no, I can't take that. It's just, it's too I obvious. Think this, I'll be taking. Oh, how beautiful are they? Are they real or fake flowers? They're real. I got them delivered. Someone delivered. Oh, oh, I love that. So I take those with you. I love that. Well, look, Mimi. 
So good to chat. The new song House on Fire. Um, it is oh, it is absolutely electrifying. Available now to buy and stream. Uh, get your tickets now as well through Frontier Touring for her tour this September in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne and Auckland. We cannot wait to have you out here in Australia, Mimi. When you're here, give us a holler and I don't know, we can pat a kangaroo or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited to see you guys and I can't wait to meet you in person. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> Coming back. Your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Uh, throwing it back to 2010, Gaga, Beyonce, Telephone. Make some noise tonight. Oh, yeah. On Air with Brandon Atkins. If you want to connect with the show tonight or just, you know, follow me personally and see what I get up to in everyday life, um, hit me up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio or call us 131009. That's our hotline tonight. Now, as you know, uh, last weekend or maybe it was a weekend before, they're all just meshing in together at the moment. Uh, Daylight savings finished. Uh, We wound the clocks back an hour. We've got an extra hour of sleep uh, for most parts of the country. But an expert has revealed why changing changing the clocks twice a year can hurt our mental health and make us more prone to illness. So while some might have enjoyed the change, i.e. the extra hour of sleep, Monash University Associate Professor Sean Kane uh, has told a podcast that this twice annual change can actually do some damage. So it's not that level of danger, but it's just an extra bit of unhealthiness that we sort of don't need in general at a population level. These little changes, these little vulnerabilities, they all add up. So um, these sort of yeah, impact our sleeping cycle. It's quite obvious to everyone why it's bad if it's used year round. But for one thing, you will see more illness, more chronic illness, more sleep problems, more he- mental health problems when it's used. It's like having a bit of jet lag, but like every day. And I I can't stand jet lag, just quietly. Um, every cell in our body keeps track of the time and changes in daily patterns uh, and can trigger stress in our brains and cause sleep deprivation, disorientation and memory loss. It can also lead to difficulties with learning, social interactions and overall cognitive function. So what we're asking tonight, um, daylight savings, should we do this uh, all year round? Should we not do it at all or keep it as is? Um, let me know, 131009, hit me up on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio or if you want to go a bit old school, um, let's do Facebook, on air with Brandon Atkins, that's where you can find us and connect with the show. Doing another round of the E3 next. We'll get all the latest celeb goss from Hollywood. Um, I've got new music to play for you in like two and a half minutes by Rehab. They've done a twist on a 90s classic, which I'm sure you'll love. This now from A Craze and Cherish. On your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B, this is Do It To It on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. New FM, this is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Rehab, my pony. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. All right, there's been some big news out of the J-Lo Ben Affleck camp the last day or two. Um, the pair are getting married. Yeah, nearly 20 years after the last engagement was called off, the singer revealed the happy news with a video on her website on April 8th, showing off her ring with a stunning green stone. She teased a personal announcement on the gram earlier in the week saying that she has some really exciting and special story to share and well that's it Ben Affleck, J-Lo 
finally getting married. The fairy tale has has come to life and we love to see it. Um, uh, you might remember earlier in the night I was discussing how The weekend is replacing Kanye at Coachella this weekend. Well... A reason for Kanye's absence from the festival has been revealed, although the Grammy winner was slated to headline the music festival's Sunday night slot, so that's April 17th and 24th. Kanye dropped out from his commitment to perform, um, a source saying that uh, the rapper dropped out to focus on himself. It's a lot of pressure and stress on him right now. The source also reiterated Kanye's hopes to repair his relationship with Kim Kardashian. Amid their divorce, the dynamics seem to have strained o- uh, over recent weeks following uh, his public posts about Kim and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson. Uh, Yee's various social media posts caused Kim to have emotional distress, according to a court document she filed in February. Um, a separate source close to Kanye now tells E! News that he has changed his approach to his breakup with Kim by trying to stay removed and listening to people around him. So maybe this was the right choice for him to step back from Coachella, just focus on his mental health right now, have a bit of me time, reflect and see what happens in the next couple of days, weeks or months. So um, yeah, I'm loving that for Kanye, wishing him a speedy recovery. And the number one story this week, um, Ed Sheeran won his court battle over his copyright lawsuit of Shape of You. This has been going on for a little while now. He recently sat down with a one-on-one interview with the BBC, sort of sharing about the experience. Take a listen. Yeah, I think lawsuits are, like, not fun for anyone involved. And, um, yeah, I think across all sides, like, it was not a nice experience. And I don't think that anyone would contest that. It's just, it wasn't pleasant. I'm happy it's over. I'm happy we can move on. And, um get back to writing songs and um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, it just makes, all of it makes me sad, all of it. Yeah, I can't imagine going through the whole ring roll of a lawsuit, especially if this is not the first time he's been threatened to go down this avenue. I can I can see how exhausting it is, but at least we've got a matter uh, resolved and that's the main thing. Um, hey, keep it locked. I'm going to introduce to you a new artist by the name of Purple Disco Machine. We've been playing him songs over the last couple of shows. Dopamine, he's got a fresh one out with Sophie and the Giants called Into the Dark. We'll plush play on that soon and we'll get him on air for a chat wait there I just wanna... live across newcastle tonight it's the on air with brandon atkins show doing it for a sunday night on ufm megan the stallion dua lipa and well we're only a few minutes away from potentially your new favorite artist from zooming into the show his name's purple disco machine playing coachella in a couple of days time and he's got a brand new track out with sophie and the giants which we'll get on air now and we'll chat with him next here at New FM. The best in pop, dance and R&B lives on... Let's go! On Air with Brendan Atkins Show. Uh, if you've been listening to this show for, I don't know, the last sort of six to eight months, you'll know that I'm obsessed with an artist called Purple Disco Machine. Uh, the tracks that they're pumping out at the moment, absolutely electrifying. And I'm so stoked to have him zoom into the show now. Hello, my friend. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, it is so good to have you. I mean, look, I I know I've caught you. I think it's like early morning where you are at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's eight forty-five now. Oh my god! Okay, that is like super early to do an interview. Okay, what is like what is like your normal morning routine? I I doubt you doing radio interviews would be in a typical morning routine for you. Uh, so yeah, since I have kids, uh, my morning looks like I have to get up at seven, oh. making them breakfast, and then um, yeah. 
I bring my kids to the school and kindergarten and then going back to the studio. I'll be in the studio at nine and then have like a normal working day. It feels more like, the, especially the last one and a half year or two years when we are in lockdown, yeah. I couldn't tour. It felt like I have a normal nine to five job going <laughs> every day to the studio uh, till the afternoon. Then, uh, yeah, catching up my kids from the kindergarten, going back home. It felt like a really, really normal job. Well, what's a lot now? Well, what's a lot now that obviously the world's opened up? I know you're sort of you're playing shows at the moment. I think you've got Coachella coming up in a couple of weeks, which is super exciting. But what's it like? You know, having these sort of like late afternoons, late nights. You know, partying like it's 1999 again. What what's that sort of been like? Has it been like to a shock to the system for you? It is. It is. So I was really used to to go to bed at the same time every night, <laughs> and now I have to get up. Uh, stay up till till two or three a.m. So it's it's even harder than than two or three years before. Yeah, and like um, I'm trying to sleep two or three hours before the show, and because I can't handle this uh, handle it anymore, it's like um, yeah, that's <laughs> when I feel okay. I get old now. <laughs> I uh, look. I'm the type, look, recently. I've been sort of. I had like a really weird work schedule. So like, um, you know, at the moment, I've been getting up at like three thirty in the morning. Um, you oh, know, five horrible. six yeah five six days a week, and you know, I go to work. Sometimes I'm doing two jobs in the one day. You know, in two different cities, and you know, sometimes if I don't, if I've got like the one job, I'll come home. But I don't know. I just I can't help but thinking people are busy so i'll just stay up and like do other things and potter around but the other day i had a nap and i thought to myself i'll just have an hour nap you know just a bit of shut eye i ended up having like a three and a half hour nap and i thought Uh, that's not a nap i actually fell asleep during the day and it just that just put me out of whack for the rest of the day you know just it put me off (laughs) yeah definitely it's it's so hard when you get older so i'm trying to have a midday nap every day but it's it's maybe it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, but not longer. Otherwise, you it will kill you. And then it feels like a proper night's sleep. And then uh, it's even worse um, to, to uh, enjoy your evening if you had a three or four hour sleep. And yeah. then go to bed. It's, it's, uh, I think it's you need your routine, your biorhythm. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's important. Well, I'm going to have to take a leap out of your book and start having 20 minute naps as opposed to a three hour nap in the middle of the day. Um, yeah. Look, I, I have to tell you, I got onto you about maybe six to eight months ago. I heard Dopamine, um, your infectious dance track with Isla, on the radio over here. I thought, wow, what what is this? Who Who is this? I, I, I'd never heard a track like that before. And okay. uh, I shazammed. I went, oh, wow, I've not heard of this. I've not heard of the Purple Disco Machine before. And, and then I just sort of fell in love with you from there. I've been streaming all your songs, um, everything that you've done is absolutely brilliant. Your new track, Into the Dark with Sophie and the Giants, some would say is very, very dark, very hypnotic, which is kind of actually funny considering your previous collab with them was hypnotized. Um, Talk to me, Into the Dark, the world is loving it. It's going gangbusters on the charts. How does it feel to know that the world is loving this? Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it feels, it feels really good. So especially after hypnotized, after, uh, yeah, we had this big hit. In the beginning, to be honest, uh, we were a bit concerned that everyone will compare In the Dark with, with Hypnotized because, yeah, it's the second song we mm. we did together. And we actually agreed in the beginning that we shouldn't do another song be- just because uh, everyone will compare it. Mm. And um, Hypnotized was so successful. And so, okay, we shouldn't try it again. Um, we had one hit. and But after one and a half years, uh, 
playing a few shows, performing together, having a few uh, yeah conversations. We, we started talking about new music and mm. we shared some ideas. And yeah, we just started jamming together and, and working on new songs. And then uh, Sophie came up with In the Dark with a, with a uh, yeah really rough chorus idea. And I just loved it from the first moment. It was exactly, um, yeah, it was the perfect mood. We were still in lockdown, I think it was last year. Yeah. And so, okay, I mean, we are here in lockdown. We have plenty of time. So let's just try and, and write a I, new song. And then as well. I, I started writing a new song. And then she re-recorded everything. She re-recorded uh, lyrics and, and and wrote a top line. And then yeah, um, in the dark was was ready. And and then um, everyone just laughed it. I said, okay, now we have to change a bit the campaign. And that's why we we decided to do a, a deluxe version of in the dark because the album was already done. It, yeah. it was already out. I said, okay. And at the end, it. It, it felt really natural. Everything came together after we started hypnotized with Sophie. We ended uh, Exotica and the campaign in the dark. So everything came together at the end and it felt really natural. And so, okay, love that. this is how I love to work. So no pressure, no rush, and just wait for the right moment. Go in with the flow. And I love that. That yeah. sometimes sometimes yeah. you just need to go with the flow in life. I, Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... The song I just fell in love with so instantly, and going back to what you were saying before about how you kind of had this sort of pact not to make, you know, another song with them again. Yeah. I, I kind of sort of get where you're coming from because, you know, like I'll use I'll use David Guetta as an example, right? When he teamed up with Sia for Titanium, everyone thought, oh, when they collaborate again for She Wolf, yeah. which was I think not even six months later, people would make comparisons between the two, but they managed to sort of pull that off. There were there was it was in the same genre, but two different kind of sounding tracks in its own right. Yeah. So I can understand that. But I mean, it is so nice that you're able to sort of break that pact, I guess, to sort of team up for this. Um, what's it been like playing it in front of crowds now? I mean, as I said, you got, you're kind of sort of doing shows around Europe. You're off to America in a couple of days. Um, what's it been like to play it to a crowd? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's brilliant. So I was like, it was really tough the last two years. Um, especially when you write songs and you can't road test your song. So I'm a yeah. DJ, so I really, uh, I've actually produced my songs for my DJ sets. That's how most of the songs started. Songs like Fisht or Body Punk just started as uh, mashups for my DJ sets. Yeah. And But if you sit in the studio and write songs and you can't road test them, you can't play them in front of real people. So you can't, you don't get the reaction, you don't get the feedback. It, it's really tough. And um, that's why I'm, I, I look. I'm so looking forward uh, to play shows. I'm so happy that I'm able to play shows again, and to can, yeah, to, to see the reaction. It's it's the energy I put in my songs. I, I get it back uh, yeah. during the weekends on my shows. This is when I see all the smiling faces, all the energy on the dance floor, all the people who come together who enjoy uh, music together, share the same passion. Um, that's that's how I get my energy. Uh, I can I can put in my songs, and that's what I really missed. But it's also like, but it's also like at the same time too. You knowing that you're playing these songs, the crowd's loving them. You're seeing smiles. You're seeing them fist pump in the air. You know you've done your job. You know that all that hard work you've done has paid off. You know it'd be it'd be disappointing if you were to you know create these great songs. It's yeah, you know, people are loving it on the radio, but you play it to a crowd. It's like mm, no. So 
for me to hear that I know that you've done your job right because even me you know driving down the highway listening to dopamine listening to hypnotized or into the dark I'm literally fist pumping in the car shouldn't because I'm meant to be driving with two wheels but I'm, I'm letting one run <laughs> one go I'm just I'm having a good time so your songs are really really resonating and that is so good to hear um you know as we touched Thanks. base before you're doing Coachella I think in a couple of weeks which is absolutely yeah. mad it has to be the biggest if not yeah the world's biggest uh festival um how exciting coachella right um I, i'm quite excited so i was supposed to play coachella two years ago but that, that, at the end it didn't happen and, mm. and, and and so it's it's my first coachella ever so i'm i'm so excited everything is in my team everything around uh is going crazy and this makes me even more excited about <laughs> and and nervous so it's like uh, yeah, every day we just talk about Coachella here and Coachella there and, and hotel here and guest list there. It's like, okay, I, I think everyone now is, is quite nervous and excited about it. So, but I, I just can't wait. But um, yeah, it's like, what, what I say, like touring in generally, it's it's so good to be back on the road to, yeah. to see colleagues and, and friends, which uh, which was uh, which wasn't. Uh, possible over the last year to to see your colleagues on on festival, yeah. To hang together, to have a chat about music, and and yeah, like like I said, to 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 play in front of real people because um, it's it's one thing if you if you write songs and then okay you see the streams, you see the airplays, you see the numbers and everything, but just talking about music, it's 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 a totally different. Thing, just oh, uh, like said, to see people raising their fists and just <laughs> see smiling faces and and um, that's what I really really missed and um, yeah but uh, Coachella is, is well here's a real question for you so you meant to get, play Coachella two years ago right COVID here put a dampener on like pretty much everyone's plans and you know fast forward two years your moments now it's happening in a couple of weeks and we cannot wait yeah. but you look back at the set list that you had planned for 2020. And then you look at the set list that you've done now with all these phenomenal songs that you've done in the last yeah. 24 months, you have to admit the timing could not have been perfect because you're, you're coming yeah. up with more yeah. tracks, more, you know, more songs that everyone is loving. So it's kind of yeah. in a way a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. So my set will be totally different. My set will be uh, two years ago. So it's like, um, yeah, totally agree. Um, it, it's the perfect moment. And sometimes, you, what I said, you need patience. Yeah. The right moment will come. It need to be on an organic way, in a natural way. And, and then your time will come and then you should be prepared and you should be ready for Well, look, I cannot wait to see how you go at Coachella. I know you've got a bunch of other shows across America in a couple of weeks too. So um, they'll be excited. Uh, when's a trip to Australia planned? When are you coming over here? We'd love to see you here. <laughs> Um, hopefully end of the year so we, we actually plan every year um, after Christmas so next year we definitely go to Australia and then uh, yeah this whole COVID thing happened and we couldn't go but uh, now we plan um, after Christmas uh, New Year's Day New Year's Eve to, to go for, for a bigger route 
Oh, well, look, you've chose the right time. It'll be summer over here. The sun will be yeah, shining. Yeah, I know. It's the best time. Yeah, get your board shorts out, your singlet tops, put your sunscreen on because it's just going to be a huge party. Well, yeah, look, Purple Disco Machine, the new track with Sophie and the Giants, Into the Dark, available now. Uh, I am so glad I had this opportunity to chat with you, my friend, because it is just nice to be able to introduce you to Australia. I know some of the radio stations over here are getting behind your tracks. I wanted to get audiences, you know, to know you personally and, um, um, we cannot wait to have you out here at the, at the end of the year. Thanks so much for hanging out tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brent. Ava Max and Tiesto. The motto on the On Air with Brent at Atkins show, Sunday Night Round Australia. Thanks so much for hanging out. Um, that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Yes, I know you're, you're devastated, you're heartbroken, but don't panic. You could podcast the show anywhere, anytime on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Big thanks to Mimi Webb and Purple Disco Machine for hanging out. Hope you, hope you got around some delicious new tracks and uh, met some of your new favourite artists which is what we're all about here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Next week for Easter, I am going to introduce to you um, an Aussie muser by the name of Jess Ball. In fact, you might know her as a model. Um, She's featured and done some other clubs and music in the last little bit as well. So... She'll be hanging out, and you can bet that there's plenty more of the best in pop, dance, and R&B. In the meantime, catch me on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio, and I'll chat to you next weekend. Good night. On air. Ah. With Brandon Atkins.